Welcome, friends, to Crazy Women Country, where women's voices matter. We bring you the greatest female voices in the music industry, from the artists, songwriters, and producers, to managers and executives, and all the women who make the music industry what it is today. Thank you for joining us. Welcome, friends, to another episode of Crazy Living Country. I'm Donna, and today I am here with Lisa Marie. How are you doing? I'm doing great. Thanks for having me on. Oh, it's my pleasure. I'm so glad you could be here. Thank you for having me. <laughs> we love to start off with the most difficult question ever. Are you ready? Yes. Let's do it. <laughs> okay. Who is Lisa Marie? I am a singer-songwriter based between Chicago and Nashville, and I'm a working, hardworking mom of three. Um, you know, I'm constantly in five million different directions, chasing my kids, chasing career, chasing school, um, and of course, music. So That's perfect. I love that introduction. <laughs> it fits with crazy. The yeah. 500, directions, 500 different directions yeah. is definitely crazy. Totally. But that is so true. And as women, I think we're so versatile into that too, that we just yes. go everywhere and can handle everything. And yeah, I never thought this was going to be my life, but, um, I, <laughs> I always get told, I don't know how you do it. I don't know how you do it in a day. I don't know how you do it this. And I just do it. Who else is going to do it? So it works. Resilience. Yes. Yes. <laughs> well, so who are some of the women that have inspired you musically? Musically, um, I have always, 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 always looked up to Shania Twain, of course, who hasn't. Um, men and women, I think I can agree on that. Um, I, my roots and like where I used to, um, you know, sing as early as I can remember being a little girl. I loved Whitney Houston. Um, huge fan of Mariah Carey, of course, Alicia Keys. Um, in recent years, you know, I've really taken a huge um, gravitational turn towards Jesse James Decker. I'm obsessed with her. I think with her being a mom and an entrepreneur and obviously a wife, um, she is just like handling it. Um, I am really inspired by her. She is great like that. That's, that's, yeah. that's one that I haven't heard recently. Someone mentioned, but yes, yeah. absolutely. Yeah. She is just awesome. That do it all mentality. I think totally. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. So let's talk about your newest single cowgirl. Tell us about that. How did, how did the idea come about? Um, the idea was just, I didn't want to write about a boy. I didn't want to write about a heartbreak. Um, I didn't want to give it any more than just being a woman. Um, I feel as a single mom and just a mom in general that sometimes we get shamed for like wanting to go out and have a good time. There's so much a woman handles in like a, a normal work week or a normal week, Monday through Friday, even on the weekends, because our job never ends. Um, that, you know, whatever cowgirl to me is like, whatever you have to do to just go out and just let go for a night or maybe an hour, maybe a ride to target and you just have no kids with you, whatever it is. It, I just wanted it to be an anthem for women, for men, for whoever, you know, it sings to, to really just go out and do your thing that you shouldn't be shamed. So that's more or less, I guess, an anthem for that is what my, my, uh, motivation to writing it. 
Yeah, that's exactly how I felt when I was like, oh, let's just go out and have a good time. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Loved it. Thank you. Yeah. And it was um, so, a blast having my kids on as well. Um, my daughter introduces me every time that I normally um, open up for a show. She is my mini me. She is seven going on 30. <laughs> um, but she'll always be like, y'all ready for my mama? Um, so <laughs> they put her in the beginning. I kind of like looked at my producer. I was like, but can we put this in the beginning? And he goes, let me just airdrop it to me. And so then he played it and I'm like, yes, this has got to go out the way that it is. So my daughter just has been like, she's always like, do you know my mama? Do you know this? Do you know this? You know, my mama's a country singer. And she like jokes about, I shouldn't say jokes. She truly thinks I'm like the queen of country, which I'm not, <laughs> at least not yet. Um, so it's just funny to see how much she has grown to look up to me and how much she tells me lately that she wants to be a singer, just like you, you know? So, um, I, I feel like at 33, almost 34 starting over, um, having to be start, having to be forced to kind of start over and kind of reinvent myself. I am beyond thankful that like my kids are able to see it and know that like she's living her dream. So and that's exactly what I was just going to ask you if it's about your daughter on there. Yeah. Right. yeah. I'm so glad. I'm so, that is such, you know, I can only imagine her introducing you on the show. It's, it's so cute. She's cute. She actually just got fitted in her first pair of cowboy cowgirl boots um, when we were down in Gatlinburg for spring break and they fit her. She's been wearing around the house. I mean, she's not obviously going to wear them to school right now, but um, she is just like everything I have, she wants. So <laughs> I couldn't have picked, I couldn't have picked like a more perfect um, way to introduce the song is with her saying that. So it's good. It's beautiful. Thank I'm you. so glad you got to share that out with everyone. Thank you. you. Share your daughter as well. Cause that's yeah. So yeah. So we hope that when she grows up, you know, we can interview her as well when she's singing. Yes, definitely. <laughs> I hope so. One day yeah. she takes my guitar off the wall and she'll go in the room and just start strumming it, which she doesn't have. Um, she doesn't have guitar lessons yet, but she, she sees me go and take my book and she like to write music. Sometimes I'm like, Oh, I just thought of something I have to go write down just cause that's happens naturally for me sometimes. And so I got her a little notebook that matches mine. So that way she wants to go work on her song. She'll be like, all right, I'm going to go work on my songs now. And I'm like, okay, <laughs> it's cute. I mean, I just, I just adore her. It's great. All right. So we're looking forward to her songs being released too soon. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You may have to help her with the melodies, but you know, <laughs> totally, totally. She's actually, she actually does pretty good. I'm not going to lie. She does really good. Yeah. Oh, well, I'm excited. I'm excited for her. Good. Yeah. Very good. Oh. So would you like to get into our 20 crazy questions? I would love that. Kind of scared, Wonderful. kind of nervous, but I would do it. Let's just do it. <laughs> there are no right or wrong answers, except one that, you know, we, we could possibly get arrested, but you know, that it's a hypothetical. So Oh, what was the last thing you read? The last thing I read, um, goodness gracious. I don't even know. Um, <laughs> I don't even know. Probably my son's, um, packet. Cause he's got to build a, he's got to make a castle model. That was probably the last thing I read. Cause you know, they come home and they're like, it's due tomorrow. And I'm like, what? <laughs> we haven't even gone <laughs> over it yet. So that's probably the last thing I like fully read. Um, yeah. <laughs> Perfect. Homework assignment, chest. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh. Hypothetically, if I need to hide a dead body, do you know a good place? I do. 
do. <laughs> we'll leave it at that. We don't want to tell anyone where it is. Exactly. Oh, what's the best concert or the top two concerts you've been to? Um, top concert. Um, I would have to say when I was, gosh, I don't know what year it was. Um, one of the best ones I ever went to, my mom took me up to like the fairgrounds and she was like, this band's playing. We got to run all the way to, to get to the, to, if we want to want front row, we got to run to it. So I looked at my, I think it was like my mom's like best friend's daughter or somebody it was like a niece or somebody. I looked at her. I'm like, we're doing this. We're running. So of course I like, we both took off. We were front row center for Ariel Speedwagon. My mom was legit tickling the guitar player's toes while he was singing. And he looked down and was like, Ooh, <laughs> that was probably one of the best because the music, like it just was rock and roll, you know, and there's nothing that beats that live. Um, second, I don't even know. There's just so many, I personally love any venue that I have gone to where like whether they were up and coming artists and now they're on their own headliner headlining tours. I love any where it's like the capacity is like 500 to like 2000 where it's small and it's intimate. That's, that's the best to me. Absolutely. I love, you know, I will tell you one of the, one of my favorites was getting to see before Ashley McBride got big. I got to see her oh, in yeah. a small place and she was an opener. And I was like, Oh, that was, I, and we actually left during the main event. I'm like, Sorry, yeah, no offense to you, dude, but you know, it's just is yeah. epic, like epic. Um, I am beyond obsessed with her. I wasn't a huge fan of her in the beginning, but like, I just kind of like dive. I dived into more who she was as a person too, and her songwriting abilities. She is like hands down one of the best in the business. I look up to her a lot, and some of her earlier stuff that's not released at this point that you know was on her personal that she made her own. That was yeah. pretty good stuff too. It's Hopefully, she'll release best. that again in the future. Yeah, hopefully. On something, yeah. 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 Okay, so what's the first thing you would do if you won the lottery? Um, First thing I would do, probably not tell anybody about it. I think my boyfriend and I, we, we joke about if we win the lottery, like what we do. He says, like, he's like, don't take it personal, but I won't talk to you for about eight hours. I got to figure things out. And I'm like, you're just going <laughs> to leave me hanging like that? What? <laughs> But honestly, I probably would try to lay out all of my finances, possibly my family's finances and see, you know, if someone has a medical bill, someone has, you know, a house payment or whatever, I would try to make sure all that was set. And then probably, I don't know, buy some land somewhere and put a big barn dominium in the middle of nowhere. That's probably one of the first couple things I would do. (laughs) That's so cool. I'm glad you said barn dominium. I was just looking at those. Those are cool. Yeah. Yeah. Oh God, they're so cool. (laughs) Oh, Tell us something that's on your bucket list. Bucket list. Um, one thing I definitely think that would stand out the most is that I've always wanted to backpack through Europe. Uh, we used to live in Germany. My my middle son actually has dual citizenship to live in, to go back and be a German citizen if he really wanted to. Um, so we just, we were over there for a very small, small um, span of time. And I'm, I, we got to explore as much as we did um, just given, cause my um, at the time my husband was in the military. And so um, we got to explore little, little times and whatever, but always, I've always said, even if it was my honeymoon, I would love to just throw minimalistic stuff in a bag on your backpack, whatever, on a, you know, in a backpack on your back and like hop around all Europe. That's literally like my bucket list. I, I think that would probably complete all of them if I, if I really could. 
pick one thing, that'd be the one thing. Oh, that's cool. Love it. What job would you be terrible at? <sighs> what job? Probably teaching. <laughs> Probably <laughs> teaching. Because I'd be like, all right, well, this is what you do. This is how you do it. Figure Go, it out. Go, be free. <laughs> <laughs> Which does not match my parenting style. Like with my son doing his castle project, I had everything outlined and I'm like, okay, this is how it's going to go. And then I remember talking to his friends, parents. I'm like, I had to like step back because I'm like, this is not my project. This is like your project. You need to figure it out. I'm here to guide you, but (laughs) that'd probably be the hardest. (laughs) What's your game plan for zombie apocalypse? Guns, lots of guns. Um, guns and like an underground bunker or something like that. Oh, that's perfect. That's my plan. (laughs) Very simple. I like it. Yeah. Oh, what albums or artists should we listen to before we die? Um, I have been overly obsessed with Morgan Wade. Um, her new album, I've listened to beginning to end and then back again from the beginning. Um, I'm also obsessed with Ashlyn Craft. I think she really, truly is this generation's Miranda Lambert. No, no one's going to take that crown away from Miranda, but I just think she is just, she is just a force to be reckoned with. Um, honestly, those are probably the two that I definitely think need to be listened to. I know everyone's listening to everything that Morgan Wallen's putting out because who isn't, but um, I definitely think those two are such on the brink of exploding. And I just, I don't know. I, I tend to, when it comes to like albums being released, I tend to like, obviously listen to the ones that have the stars next to it, that everybody's listening. And it's probably like their single, that gets you know, put to the radio, but just to, um, in the last couple of years, I started paying attention to like who the songwriters are and then you like, I've heard like Blake Shelton's like latest country, um, die a country boy or come back a country boy. And it was like written by Hardy. And like, I didn't even, I didn't even have to look to see it was written by Hardy just because of the way that the style came up. So I, I don't know. I, I guess really it's the songwriters who are writing the big hits. Cause those people are the ones that are turning around and becoming the singers. It's, it's pretty awesome. It's so great to see that too, the venture. Cause yeah. I, when people mention for me, it's my biggest one was always Lori McKenna. Yeah. I'm going Lori back. McKenna, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Cause yeah. I remember her coming out during Lilith's fair. I couldn't go to see her and I just remember being yeah. so upset, you know, and that's when I really yeah. discovered her. And I was like, that was that one person that I wanted to see and, and just everything she's done since then, you can just tell she's amazing. there's songs amazing. that someone else does. And you're like, that sounds like, and you look it up and you're like, yep. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it's honestly really inspiring. Yes. Those are, and those are great people to listen to as well. If, if you haven't listened yeah. to those, everyone, we encourage you to go listen to them after the interview. Yes. As well as if you haven't heard Cowgirl, you need to go hear that too after the interview. Yeah, you do. So, <laughs> <laughs> but there will be a link in the descriptions, just so y'all know. Who would play you in a movie about your life? Ooh, I would, I think like, I think the correct, the correct like thing that I would say is who I think I'd be more interested in who would be directing it. <laughs> I sometimes <laughs> think, I, and I get told all the time that like, <clears throat> I should have had, um, I should write a book for everything that's happened in my life. <laughs> Cause sometimes it's just like, really, is this really happening? Is this really my life? Um, honestly, I don't know. I really don't know who would be my, you know, leading actress. I would hope someone like, um, forgive me if I'm saying it wrong, like Kaylee Kuoku, the girl from like Big Bang Theory. I think she would be great. Um, I'm not sure. 
I'm really not sure. Well, that's a hard one. It's, it can be. Yes. Yes. Yeah. I would want like, um, what was it? No, I don't even know. I don't even know like the director's names off hands, but <laughs> I don't even know. Oh, no Steven Spielberg for the epicness. No, <laughs> no, I would like, isn't it like J like, I know James Patterson's like a author, but I think he's directed films too. I would almost think he would be so good because he's so good at his words. And I just like to, for him to write the script, I guess maybe is that where is where I would go yeah. with that, but I'd be open to it. Awesome. Well, we're looking forward to that. Let us know when it airs. (laughs) (laughs) So where's Waldo? Um, Waldo was actually, was actually my uh, six foot nine um, boyfriend (laughs) from Halloween (laughs) this past year. That's, that's, that's who Waldo is. Waldo's in Wisconsin. (laughs) Oh, Waldo, that's great. Yeah. Yeah, that is, that is awesome. Yeah, that's his go-to. Yeah, he's like the get like it was the go to costume, and I'm like, really? That's all we could come up with was Waldo. <laughs> I'll take it, but okay. Next year, next year we're gonna try to do um, be the Adams family. <clears throat> That's what we're hoping for, you know. Yeah, we'll that would be really cool. Yeah, my daughter's yeah, obsessed with Wednesday. <clears throat> I love it. I love it. That's great. Yeah. I mean, make sure you send us a picture that we can share it of around course. too. Of course. <laughs> oh, would you rather cook or order in? Cook. I love to cook. The kids always, I, uh, like for Thanksgiving this past year, I had each of them pick a pie. They were responsible for helping me make the pie and I made everything from scratch. Um, obviously I didn't kill a turkey or whatever, but we made everything from scratch and they, they had so much more of an appreciation for this giant, um, you know, meal that I made that they still didn't eat everything on their plate, but they told me it was like one of the best meals they ever had. So hands down, definitely cook. (laughs) Oh, wonderful. That is so awesome. I like when get the kids involved for sure. Yeah. Yeah. Boots or heels? That's a hard one. Um, I would say boots, but I'm also, um, I would also say heels. Um, I'm not into wearing flats, so. Either would flats. Be okay Got it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh, do you sing in the shower? I do. I definitely do. I actually recorded my daughter. She was singing, she was singing my uh, second single boys and whiskey. She was singing in the shower. It was the cutest thing in the entire world. Cause I didn't, and I was trying to like make out what she was saying. And then I was like, and then she started singing and then she stopped. And then I like opened the bathroom door, obviously discreetly. Like I wasn't looking at her or whatever, but so she, um, she, I started singing the next verse and she's like, stop singing. It's my turn to sing. And she starts yelling back at me. And I'm like, really? <laughs> it works. <laughs> I was trying to think with you. Come on. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that's so cute. What's the best thing since sliced bread? Um, I would say becoming a mom. <laughs> I don't, I don't know if that's like too general of a statement, but I would think the greatest thing next to being sliced, you know, greatest thing next to sliced bread is being a mom. I uh, see things differently through their eyes. So definitely be a mom. Definitely awesome. You get, they give you a new perspective. Yeah. Even when they're not yours and you borrow them for a little bit and they just give you a new mm-hmm. perspective. Totally. What's your, do you have guilty pleasure music? If so, what is it? Um, I tend to get fixated on a single um, or like a whole album. Like I won't stop listening to it until I'm like, you know, extremely tired of it. 
Um, but that's kind of how it is. Like I get obsessed with these little singles. Like there's a song called, um, fall in love by Bailey Zimmerman. He's like a, I don't know, mid twenties kid, but I'm just obsessed with his voice, obsessed with the words. And I just, I fixate on it. That's probably definitely my goal to guilty pleasure. Wonderful. What's the worst pizza topping? Um, mushrooms. (laughs) (laughs) That's a good one. Oh, this is not pineapple. Yeah, yeah. The, the debate of the year is pineapple. I'm telling you, that's okay. been the biggest hot topic. So, yes or no, it's either one or the other. It's, it's a hot interesting. topic. Apparently. Very I, interesting. I, it's one I wouldn't have thought of until obviously asking the question. So, if you could be any person or position, like a CEO or an accountant or something like that, who or what position would you want to be for one day and why? Um. Hmm. I don't even know. I don't even know. I think I would choose like the president or something. Um, I don't know if you're going to air this or not. (laughs) I wouldn't be Joe Biden for a day. I wouldn't be Joe Biden for a day. But um, I would definitely try to be (laughs) just the role of a president. I would honestly love to do that for a day. That sounds very stressful to me. It does. But I just feel (laughs) just to have a better. I'm going to leave it at that. Just, just that, yeah, yeah. It's all good. Yeah, it would be cool. It'd be nice to have yeah. a female there in general. Just saying. Totally, totally. Are you good at keeping secrets? Depends. <laughs> that probably answers your question. No, no. <laughs> all good. Yeah. At what age? <laughs> what was that? At what age do you feel that you became an adult? Oh, this is a, this is an easy one for me. I feel that I became an adult at the age of 16. Um, to back that up, I got in a massive car accident when I was 16. I was a passenger and um, I was on, you know, a drug induced coma. Um, I didn't walk. I went, well, I probably went through about 13 surgeries in about nine days. Um, I broke almost everything on the right side of my body. Um, and then I didn't walk, um, that happened in June. I didn't walk until, um, October, um, punctured my right lung. I had to like regain my, I, my voice is still not a hundred percent since then. Um, I just had a completely different outlook on life. I, you know, was, trying to figure out at 16, if I ever was going to be able to like bear the weight of a child because my pelvis was broken and there was metal implanted. So I feel like life really hit me, um, fast at a young age and it made me grow up. Um, I knew where I wanted to go to college. I knew kind of the idea of what I wanted to do with my life. Whereas a lot of my other friends were still being able to be teenagers, you know? So I had to choose a lot of, um, a lot of, uh, different roads than they probably obviously did not have. So. Totally understand that. I had a lot of health problems as a teenager. So that's, yeah. Yeah. It's difficult. It is. It is. It changes your perspective. It does. Totally. Yeah. Well, I'm so glad you're doing music. Thank you. I am too. Yeah. Yeah. So do you have any words of wisdom that you like to live by? Um, Honestly, I would say 
just to live every day to your fullest. And I know that that sounds completely crazy. Um, coming off, off of the last question, tomorrow's not promised. Um, really tell people you love them because obviously their life might not be promised. So those are definitely words um, I think of a, on a daily basis. I, every time my kids get out of the car to go to school, my my son and I have this thing on, because I, I said it, it was a Monday and I'm like, I was like, okay, sweet dreams. And he, he goes and gets out of the car. He's like, sweet dreams. And he like looked at me. So it's so funny because now we say it every single day when he's getting out of the car, not even realizing it, but just, just to think that, you know, anything could happen while they're at school. I could get in a car accident. You know, I could have a heart attack vice versa something could happen to them you just never know and becoming a mom like you know you think about that all the time that's always a worry of mine absolutely yeah you yeah. can't not worry then at that point I mean, you're, right. still, you're worried even though you don't show it you're still worried yeah always deep down somewhere <laughs> yeah <laughs> well that's a and that's a really cool thing that sweet dreams i like that that's yeah, yeah. I do like he, that, looked, I say. he looked at me like so confused. He's like, what? I was like, what did I just say? He goes, sweet dreams. And I'm like, oh, blame the coffee. It hasn't hit me yet or something. <laughs> I'm just, I like drove away laughing for about 10 minutes. I still could. I still can't to this day believe that I said that. <laughs> it's funny. Oh, that's great. So tell us, what does the rest of the year look like for you? Are you going to be doing some more writing? Obviously, we, do, we know you have a lot going on. So, but are you going to yeah. do some more writing? Maybe release some new music in the future? Some shows. So I have been on this like dry hiatus of not writing. Um, up until recently, I actually wrote four songs in like one day. Um, I've always, I, after hearing this quote from Ed Sheeran about how he goes from like not to force songwriting, and I, for the longest time, I would force it like I have to write about something today. Um, about how you just comes to you naturally, then let it like, let, let it happen, you know? So I've honestly been writing a lot, um, these last couple of weeks. And, um, I have two songs that are going through the pipeline right now that I wrote about two years ago with my friend Austin. And I, gave them to like my producer the last time I was in Nashville. And I'm like, let's work on this. And we went through it and I cannot, he's like, this is your sound. This is the money right here. Cowgirl's good. The other ones are good, but like, these are where like people are going to drive around listening to them. Um, they're vibes, total vibes. And I'm like, so overexcited to get them out. Um, by summer, I'm planning to get one of them out. And then the end of summer, we're looking to get the other one out. And then we'll record more and hopefully get an EP or something out by the end of the year is my plan. Um, I am trying to book shows. It's just difficult with scheduling and all that right now. Cause there's a lot of, and especially up here in Illinois, there's a lot of still people that are hesitant about having live music and capacities and all that just because they're fearful. If they book all these bands um, or artists that um, the restrictions are going to come back down hard on us again. So um, we're, we're looking to book a few in, in the summer. And I know that I will have like a bunch of back in my hometown in Fox Lake. So it'll be good. It's just, we're in the process of uh, trying to figure out what's, what's going to be what. So. Definitely. Definitely. And I think yeah. that you just pinpointed the fact that yes, some areas with COVID and stuff, it just depends. It's, yeah. it's really a give or take. And I think it just depends on, you know, the restrictions and whatnot. And, and I think right. if we all get our shots and whatnot. I think we're good to at least, you know, hopefully that prevents people from dying. That's the goal of the shot. Yeah, exactly. And not saying that that was the cure all for everyone, but, But you know, yeah, totally. So, so yeah, well, it's been a pleasure having you on today and you're welcome back anytime. Thank you. It's been a great, thank you for having me.
Anytime. You're welcome anytime. And thank you all for joining us for another episode of Crazy Women Country. We hope you have a wonderful day. If you enjoyed today's episode of Crazy Women Country, don't forget to give us a thumbs up. Be sure to click the subscribe button for new interviews weekly. And thank you, friends, for joining us today on Crazy Women Country, where women's voices matter.